Hi there. You're listening to Gear Up Season 2, where we bring you the Duke Career Center's own career advisors to talk about a variety of summer internship experiences. My name's Stephanie, and today we're talking to Laura, who advises graduate students on a range of industries. Sure. I am Laura Coots. I am a graduate career advisor in the Career Center, and I work specifically with students in the arts, humanities, environment, policy, and divinity. I have a broad portfolio. That is a lot. So kind of generally speaking, and then within each of those areas, how early do you usually advise students to start looking for summer opportunities? Sure. I think it it really depends on industry. I would say um, for those students who are interested in nonprofit, the smaller companies really you can look in the spring. Um, But if you're looking more for larger organizations, finance, business, things like that, a lot of that hiring timeline is going to be in the fall. Um, So that'll probably be September, October, the first few months of a school year, you would start looking for an internship that would start that next summer. Mm -hmm. And where do you usually direct students to find those internships? Like what kind of resources are available to them? Yeah, a lot of that, again, depends on industry. So thinking about some of our environment students, there are some really great opportunities through Standback, which is also run through the Nicholas School. Um, Thinking about some of our other students, a lot of the time too, I'll talk to them about you know, what are second, third year students, what have they been up to um, and how have they found their internships? Um, Because especially I think about like the arts and humanities, a lot of students end up working for smaller organizations. And so there's not necessarily one central receptacle of you're going to this website and you will find everything listed. A lot of it in the nonprofit arts humanities is much more kind of networking based or kind of conversations with people you're interested in. Mm -hmm. So do you usually connect students to older students or is there like good networking platforms? Yeah, I mean, part of it too is just asking people, do you know any second year master's students? And they'll be like, oh yeah, I live with one, right? Or there's, they interact with each other regularly, but they don't think of each other as resources. Um, And so part of it, we just talk about what their social circles look like um, and who else, kind of what other activities they do around Duke. And so sometimes those are really good opportunities. Um, Otherwise, sometimes we'll just do a really quick LinkedIn search, right? Or uh, Duke Alumni Network, kind of who else has been in your shoes before? How did they navigate this situation? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so let's say students have kind of figured out uh, a number of internships or opportunities that they want to apply to. They're preparing for the interview process now. What kind of preparation or advice do you give to students of things to really be looking to showcase during their interview process, you know, depending on whatever industry they're going into? Different. Sure. You know, I think the biggest thing in interviews is really about self-awareness, right? It's not always about knowing the specific information that you need for that industry or they're not looking for you to be an expert. They will train you in any internship you have. I always joke around with people and say, like, every job I've ever had, I've been trained for, except for babysitting, and I probably (laughs) should have had better training for that. Um, So I would say, even if you're in an internship and they ask you, or an interview, and they ask you, like, you know, about this specific information, I say, it's less about knowing the answer and saying, you know, I might not know that right now, but this is how I would find that information. This is how I would learn that if I was working for you. So it just shows someone that even if you don't know it right now, you're interested and you have resources to be able to be figure that stuff out yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So within your specialty areas, is there ever any specific technical skills that you would say that employers specifically look for? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, part of our portfolio too is just looking at students who, I mean, arts humanities, some of our MFA students, uh, dance students, sure, they might need to have specific technical ballet <laughs> skills. Um, or some of our other students, it's like, have you worked with archives before? Um, a lot of this too is just, um, I'm thinking about specific skills and I also meet with students students in the in STEM fields. For some of them as well, it's, you know, technical computer skills. And so some of those questions might be a technical interview, but we also have guides for that, I think, on our on our website. So if you look at our, our interview guides, there's a little bit of help for kind of how do you walk through that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So when a student starts kind of preparing to start a new internship, you know, they've gotten it, great job, gotten an offer. I think one thing that a lot of students can struggle with is transitioning to working full-time because it is so different from having a student schedule. So what advice do you usually give to students about how to prepare themselves, how to know what to expect from the internship, how to have those conversations with the organization or the company where they're going to be working? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the thing I would really encourage is before you start, what are your goals for the end of the semester? What are the end or the goals for the end of the summer? You know, what type of skills um, do you want to have in your tool belt by the end of this project? Um, and what else do you want to learn? And I think if you can be specific, you know, sometimes there'll be a really set internship of you will be doing these projects, you will be doing what we need you to do. But if for you, you also know, I want to pick up skills in Photoshop this summer, why don't you propose a few projects that potentially can allow you to develop that skill while you're also helping your employer do the thing that they want you to do? Mm-hmm. Um, the other big thing I would say, figuring out how to navigate that process is talk to people who you're working with. Um, everyone needs to eat lunch at some point. If you can, chat with some other people who have been in the company for a while. Um, mostly, it's building genuine relationships with people in these companies. So. Um, yeah, I think for transitioning to an internship, what are your goals and talk to other people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good transition to my next question. It's kind of like when you're actually in the internship, something I think a lot of students run into, something I've run into is getting to a point where you just either don't have enough to do, you're not really interested in the things you do, or even on the other end of the spectrum, you have way too much to do and you feel super overwhelmed. And it can be really intimidating to sort of breach that conversation with a manager. Um, So do you have any students that have ever fallen into that position and how did they deal with it or what advice would you give to a student uh, who might be nervous about that? Yeah, I I think I've talked to some students a little bit about feeling overwhelmed. And I always just say, go back to what happens when you're in school, right? And you have too many assignments to be able to get done in one day. Part of it's prioritized prioritizing um, and figuring out what potentially is the most important in this specific time Um, and also being realistic, right? Sometimes you might have to go to a professor and say, I have too much to do. Is it possible to have an extension of a day or two on this specific paper? Mm -hmm. Um, And so thinking about the experiences you've already had and how have you navigated those, I think that's kind of similar. The other thing I would say too, is if you're in a situation where you're bored, um, Talking, we've talked with a few students. One of them, she's saying, like, you know, there wasn't too much about this project I was really excited about, but the moment that I leaned into this really exciting opportunity, um, this was working kind of on the Bass Connections project too. It was like, I realized I really, really enjoy the parts where I kind of get to organize what type of work people are doing. And so I think being a little bit self-aware and saying, these are the things that give me energy, these are the things I'm excited about. Um, I'm a huge proponent of do more of the things that you like and if possible, less of the things you hate. 
Um, and so obviously still fitting into the framework of what the internship is, but if there are things that are helpful for that organization that you really enjoy, great. That's going to be good for everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just being able to keep that communication open, like you said, I think is huge. So, you know, once the summer is over, ideally you've had an amazing summer internship, what are some ways that you think are best for students, you know, especially for grad students who, if they're working in this industry, they probably want a return offer or are hoping to work in a similar company. Uh, best ways students can kind of maintain connections that they made over the summer and keep that contact alive once they've already left or are looking for a job later on. Sure. I would say the first thing is if anyone gives you advice and you take it, send them an email and say, thank you for that advice. That was very helpful. Um, people love emails that they get when they don't have to do anything about it. And it's just a thank you. Those are really nice. Um, but I would say anytime that it feels like a natural break, you know, I just finished a semester and I applied a lot of the things that I learned in our internship. Thank you so much for that experience. Or it can be a, you know, you're connected on LinkedIn. I see you have a work anniversary. Congratulations. I hope this next year is just as exciting as the past. Um, or if, even if you learn something in class that feels related to something that you've done before, or you read an article that seems related to the work that you were doing, feel free to share that, you know, what other value can you provide to the people that your connections with? I think finally, the last thing is, you know, are there opportunities for especially graduate students? What type of conferences are available? You know, can you co-present with someone? Can you go and do a poster session? Um, how can you turn a class project into an excuse to go and present at a conference. Um, that is always a win-win if you can use your classwork in a professional development sense too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, I think those are all of our questions. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Thanks, Stephanie.